This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on a Monday edition of the Broncos Blues, I'm sorry, the Broncos Blitz podcast, who are left singing the blues. Jake, rough loss to the Steelers, Um, just enough to where... Uh, not only do you get your heart cut out in the first half by them playing so horrible, but they come back in the second half, make the thing interesting, can win the game, potentially win the game, um, only to come up short in a lot of different ways. Broncos fall to the Pittsburgh Steelers 27-19 to yesterday in Pittsburgh. Uh, totally sucks. The Broncos can't beat a real team. We know that we've established mm-hmm. that now. We'll talk about the game, what happened inside of the game. Of course, we're going to talk about you know, what it means, what's next. But you know, before we start talking about saving our season by beating the Raiders um, next weekend here at home. Is that right? We're next yep. weekend here at home? Raiders next week. Um, we got to talk about all the things that went wrong against the Steelers, who ran the ball down the Broncos' freaking throats over and over and over again. 35 times they rushed the ball to the Broncos, uh, I think, 18 total rushes. Um, Najee Harris, who had been underachieving and, you know, almost to be started to talk about the guy in bust category, breaks out, goes for 122 on 23 carries-ish. Um, is the star of the game. Big Ben makes some throws early. And then again, like you could see the wither of the guy even to survive the game itself. Um, he's a, you know, a has been. And the truth is all that stuff that to me, Jake, I think that it's like all the things that I talk about that the legend of the Steelers and the aura. And, you know, when you go to Pittsburgh, you're playing against the ghosts of mean Joe green and Jack Lambert. I don't know if these guys are dead, but um, that played true into Um, This game, the Steelers played Steelers gritty, gutty football, ran the ball down the Broncos' throat. They couldn't stop it, weren't willing to stop it, Uh, continued to kind of um, stick to the Shermer game plan on offense. Um, Defensively, I'm not sure what Fangio was doing and why they're letting him gash him like that. Um, They couldn't stop him. The comeback was great, but too little too late, and that's an L, and they didn't play good enough. The first half was a throwaway. The first half was a throwaway. And there might be something to Jake learning to, in the game, play with backups, with guys who were, you know, filling in and hadn't had all those touches and opportunities and reps because they're not first teamers. For one, they're not good enough. And two, it's, you know, how many touches and reps. Are there out there for any players? So they're at a premium. If a guy's out, it's like another guy's coming in so kind of cold and kind of um, raw to me that it took the Broncos a half a football. Uh, that's not an excuse. That is an excuse, but it's not an excuse. Teddy's not good enough to just put on the shoulders and go lift him and carry him. He was for stretches in the second half. He kind of got him back into that game. But... Teddy played like the 16th, 17th, 18th best quarterback in the NFL this week and not like the 6th, 7th, and 8th like he did 
um, during week one, uh, one, two, and three. So that's where the Broncos are kind of at now. It's kind of what happened. Jake, give me a couple little highs and some lows from the game. So lows first. Some lows, obviously. Uh, Najee Harris dominating, pure domination on this team. It, it shows that why he was the first running back taken in this year's draft class. Um, Najee, he, he could not be stopped. He was a man on a mission. And even Mike Tomlin last week said that they weren't running the football well and that was going to be a focal point, something that they focused on this week, and they really did. Um, also, um, last week when Hollywood Brown burnt Justin Simmons and, and you said that kind of felt like the dagger. You know, that, that was the end of the game. Well, when Deontay Johnson did it, uh, I kind of felt the same way. <laughs> it was it was their, yeah. their first, very first drive, but it was so deflating after, um, I think it was Kyle Fuller got toasted by Deontay Johnson. Uh, so that was, that was a couple of low points. Obviously, the high points was uh, a little bit of Javante uh, getting that, that big, t- uh, big carry, but then Right after that, spiking the ball and getting that unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Um, and then Teddy missing missing a few guys, uh, a few wide-open players. Uh, in that in that first drive, yeah. instead of getting that field goal, he should have hit the tight end right before he took that big sack. It, it was wide oh, open. Yeah. So there's just some There was some misses, some misses, but Teddy didn't practice all week. He was concussed. The yeah. linger, lingering effects, and that kind of stuff affects guys different. Some guys could just bounce back real, you know, real quick, but some guys, you know, you're not quite right. And even if you're feeling good, your equilibrium, he, I mean, like be a little yeah. off and then go up there and play full speed, big boy, uh, best athletes in the world kind of stu- uh, football and sport. It's, it's tough. It's, 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 um, it's not easy. There's a lot of things that the Broncos had going against them that I think – Heard him in the first half, caught up with them. Um, period. Then the and the period. high points, like you said, the comeback looked good. Yeah, uh, and they almost pulled it off right there in the end. If, if it it almost wasn't too they little, too late. The game. It, it, if they would have got that touchdown, no, for sure. Um, with in on that final play where Teddy threw the interception. I thought he should have rolled out a little bit, roll out, extend roll the play out. a little bit, and, and yeah. maybe yeah. even try to go over the top. You know, try to try to dive in the end zone yourself because uh, you put the your body on the line and the game is on the line right there, and you try to make it go to overtime. You force that, uh, you force overtime, and then it's a completely different ball game. Throws the pick, and that's a wrap. But it was a it was a nice little comeback that they pulled off. Just to just to make it a little interesting at the end, but at the end of the day, it's still an L, and the Broncos are three and two, and coming back to reality after a three and zero start. Um, it's kind of crushing. It's a deflating. It's the roller coaster. When you emotionally invest, this is the roller coaster. That's what we tell France to be weary of, and that's what I let myself do this year. When the last couple of years, I was checked out. I was out. I was on the outside looking in. Again, I wanted the Broncos to be to do well, but I knew better. I knew better, and I wasn't going to get sucked in, and I wasn't going to do that to myself, and I was just going to go be a pro about it. And um, it's I got caught up a little bit in that sauce. They have to beat the Raiders. They're four and two. You know, I don't want to start talking about the Raiders yet, but. You're four and two um, at the third wave mark. That's pretty good, Jake. Here's the mm-hmm. truth. I mean, it's like it felt like this the last week. I might have said the same thing last week. 
Um, you win this game, you're 4-2. We're talking about being a playoff team again. Because I think they could beat the Browns. Okay? If they're 3-3 three and three after this week. Okay? You with me? I'm ready. Yeah, this I'm season is over. Period. They'll struggle and fight their way to 500 the whole season. Um, we'll talk about it being progress and a progression. Well, what we left, you know, we'll be left kind of holding our wieners and like, what do we do now? It's like, what's, what's we don't, you know, it's, it, it, we'll be looking for the Teddy replacement, which that could be in the form of a Garoppolo, a Russell Wilson, a Aaron Rodgers. Uh, who else is the next guy to get pushed out? You know what I mean? Type of stuff. Right. So, um, or a drafting a quarterback. It just feels like I know there's like the development of all the other players on the team. That matters. There's uh, 22 starters. There's all these different positions, and there's big guys and little guys and fast guys, and I uh, gotta have you know pass blockers. Gotta have pass rushers. Gotta have great players to win. And the quarterback is not the only guy, but you know you can have a guy who's special at quarterback and just come in and it's like overnight success. It's the difference. It's like look at what Josh Allen and and Justin Herbert are doing right now. They are ascending. The come up is real, bro. It's strong. It's true. It's a it's a it's a powerful thing. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are struggling to stay on top. It's starting to you know start, starting to chip away a little bit. Um, some of that aura, and it's very very hard to win games in the NFL to be great. But the teams that do it have incredibly great quarterbacks. Like I said, and I've said it a lot of times. I hope my my NFL team has. There's like six or seven first and second round quarterbacks projected guys in college right now. I hope I have six or seven guys following them all freaking like almost like spying on them. Like um, they're, um, you know, uh, uh, secret agents. What's his off the field like? I'm like, like ninja stuff. I'm like, really? Like, go, you know, go, you know, let's party with this guy. Let's go talk to the ex-girlfriend. Let's go talk to all that kind of stuff. What's this guy made of? Um, for any and, and I'd be doing that with every college quarterback who's in college right now who's projected to be a real potential NFL quarterback. I'd have my guys doing that. Then I'd be <clears throat> I'd be looking for the next the next Hineke. Who's that guy? Is he on someone's roster? Um, you know, how do I upgrade from Rippin? And how do I upgrade from Locke? And then how do I upgrade from, from Teddy? Which, um, again, there's probably only... 10 or 15 guys in the whole world to our upgrades to Teddy. But that's how far the gap is from great to good. Right. That's how far the gap is. So how do I get me, Jake, one of those guys? Well, there's going to be two or three guys in this draft to come out here, and they're going to be freaking stars like Herbert, like Allen, like Murray, uh, like, I mean, like Murray, like Mahomes, like all of them. Like all these guys who are not all stars, but two is not a star. Burrow looks like a star. They're for every, you know, um, for every hit, there's a miss. And actually, I feel like these days, Jake, this day and age, this era, era, it's more, there's more hits than misses on guys that really get the quality scouting and projection. Is it a crapshoot? Of course it is. But I'm a gambler, and I'm willing to play until I win. 
And if I lose a bill, if I keep losing and losing, it just means I'm going to have to come back and win big. And I don't know what the Broncos are going to do other than drafting one of the right three or four guys who are going to want to be real good players or going and getting them a Rodgers or a Wilson. That's the top. Okay? That's the mountaintop. Along with the new head coach. And then we go see what's up with that after that, you know. So, um, again, who, there's no one else out there. But, again, Matt Stafford was now playing for the Rams. The Broncos can't pull something off. They've, they've, the Broncos as a franchise have landed the greatest free agent in the history of sport in Peyton Manning and took a real gamble on it because Peyton Manning could, you know, had to go have his you know, head stapled back onto his shoulders and stuff like that. The, the next stuff that he had going on, and, um, you know, so that he, his career was over, career enders. He had to go to another, other, like overseas to do stuff that we don't even do here in America, you know, like in uh, Dracula's, t- you know, uh, castle, you know what I mean, where they, they make, uh, uh, who's the Frankenstein, freaking Frankenstein, you know? If you want to call, if you want me to call you Frankenstein, I call you Frankenstein. He's um, already got the big forehead, so. For sure. Ooh, it, it works. Whoa. Interesting. Um, let's call it the halfway point of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer is the co-host of the Broncos Blitz podcast. He produces the product as well. He's a good dude. Great dude. Great dude. Um, why don't you talk about the podcast a little bit for someone who might just like be hitting it up for the first time. Tell them about the podcast, where they could find it, Jake, and tell them about our day job as well. All right. So if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, we Welcome. are the Broncos Blitz podcast, Broncos centric, AFC West centric. Um, and and we, we, we bounce around the NFL quite a bit, but this is a Broncos podcast. You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, that's Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, mm-hmm. uh, literally anywhere you listen, listen to podcasts. I thought it sounds kind of made up. Right. Podbean, yeah, it sounds made up to It's me. a real no, thing. No, we're there. It's a real thing, we're and there, the Broncos bro. Blitz podcast is there. Uh, and our day job, you know, from 9 to 11, the Smile High Morning Show. Danny's the host. I produce the product, mm-hmm. um, and we, we put on a good show for you. And well, Actually, quite frankly, nobody, nobody does, does it better. better. It's no, it's no slogans, slogans, just great radio. Okay, so uh, then uh, let's talk about our partner in this podcast, DraftKings. Okay, so right now, DraftKings, uh, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a an offer for you guys that is a can't miss. This is one of those can't misses. I'm not asking you to deposit five hundred dollars and bet five hundred dollars worth of your money. That's that's you know the gas prices, the whole thing. Um, it's not easy, but you work hard. You enjoy the games. You're kind of savvy. You always have a knack for kind of picking games. I should have bet that. I should have bet that, right? Well, bet it. Ten bucks. Go deposit ten bucks because all you need is one dollar. One dollar. You bet one dollar on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets, okay? $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. So you're like, what? Scores a point? We're just, just free money, okay? It's just free money, basically. The last 0-0 tie was in 1943. So I'd say this is probably a no-brainer. DraftKings customers can also get a skin in the game with these same game parlays. It's multiple bets inside of one game creating a parlay. Um, the Like we have going on here. Let me give you an example of um, that you could have hit. Give me a same game parlay that would have hit for the Broncos and the Steelers yesterday. Probably the Javante Williams over okay. total. He had 60-plus yards. So 60 that's over rushing yards. total. That's an over. Uh, over one-and-a-half touchdowns for Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, through two touchdowns, again. Okay. And then say... You Najee did, Harris. Najee with the, crushed his over. 
and anytime touchdown score, Najee. You put those four bets together um, at 25 bucks, that's going to pay like $400, $300, $500, depending on kind of where the numbers kind of land. Um, it's fun. It's awesome. Hitting one is, uh, is awesome. Sometimes you can see it coming, like all the scoring in a game and all like the firepower, all the overs, all the, you know, like the touchdowns with the, um, you know, Edward Tolaire and Kelsey and um, you you can see it coming sometimes. Get in on the action, and right now is a chance to do it for one buck. A buck. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. That's our promo code. It's very important you do it. Very important you use it. We really appreciate it, and um, that's how kind of you get the hookup. So promo code MHS this week, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Jake. Let's do a little bit more, okay? Again, like, let's, this is like the aftermath. This is like the, we're still have pain in our heart. We haven't moved on yet. I don't want to move on yet, And okay? I'm not ready to talk about the Raiders here. We got the whole week to do so. And um, the Raiders got their own issues as well. So we got plenty to talk about with the Raiders moving forward. But any other things and reasons why small pitcher, you know, whether it's inside of the game or bigger pitcher, why the Broncos lost that game? There's a few. Um, Pat Shermer and his, his offensive play calling has not been the best his last two weeks. 38 times Teddy Bridgewater threw the ball. Yeah. And 38 times. That's the recipe for success for them? There should be a lot more balance. We saw Javante Williams tear There's it up. There's got to be more balance to have success. That has to be. That's the main and issue. he went away from it, and that's why they couldn't get anything going. And that's been Pat Shermer's issue for his entire career, it seems like. Uh, he doesn't have enough balance unless he has uh, one of the best backs in the league. If he has a Dalvin Cook or a Saquon Barkley, then he will run those guys into the ground and then still not have the balance. He still won't throw the ball enough. Um, but then now when, now when he has uh, some, some decent running backs like a Javante and a Melvin Gordon, who I would say are – you know, better than decent, they're good. Um, now he's relying on Teddy's arm, and yeah, sure. When you when you go down twenty seven uh, to what six at that point, you know the passing game is a little bit out of the question. Um, but at the same time, you got to keep that Steelers defense honest. Um, but throughout the game, they should have relied on on the legs of Melvin Gordon and Javante quite a bit. The drops, you know, Cortland Sutton on that um, crucial third down, I think, uh, or was it? It might have been a fourth down. Teddy pulled off a miraculous sidearm throw. Yeah, hit Cortland Sutton in the chest. Yeah, and he he wasn't ready for it. He yeah. he didn't think Teddy could pull that type of throw off. You're right, he wasn't. And uh, that was that. And the injuries, you know, the injuries are still piling up for this Broncos team. Yeah, it's an excuse, but it is a a valid one. The Jerry Judys and the KJ Hamlers and the Ronald Darbys. And all the other injuries that this team sustained so far throughout the early part of the season has led up to their decline in these last two games. They they started off hot and when they were healthy. And yeah. now that they're not healthy and they're playing better teams, of course they're gonna lose these games. I agree with all that. You know, everything you said was your your spot. Um what has to happen next for the Broncos? How do they kind of bounce back? They gotta get healthy. A team that's so thin um, in terms of, like, you know, the Ravens are deep. 
They got, you know, great depth, got great um, players outside of those 22 starters. They're good 22 through 42. You know, the Broncos are kind of just good. They're 22 starters kind of, you know, after the 22 starters and after maybe having what we thought was depth with the receiving group and with the secondary, there's no other depth with the team. Josie Jewell, that loss hurt. Justin Sernod is not not Josie Jewell. Oh, not even close. Uh, and then what Shelby Harris was, uh, what's his status? You know, went down in that game too. And he's one of our toughest guys. I mean, like, he's tough, tough, tough. So it's, the NFL season's about survival. Um, I don't, I'm a, it's a loser. We're, we don't do the Broncos um, make excuses loser podcast um, where, oh, if they were healthy, oh, if this or that uh, would have happened, if this would have happened differently, you know, um, things would have been different. Nah. The, the the game happened the way it happened. We were out coached. Mike Tomlin uh, went back to uh, old school Steelers football, ran the ball down their throats, heard all week long how they're the worst rushing team in the NFL, heard all week uh, how they can't score points and how they're washed. Um, they heard it loud and clear. Um, Broncos were victims of getting in the way of a Steelers team that was desperate for a win and was going to do whatever it took to win that game. They did that. Um, you got you get some teams at the right time. You get some teams at the wrong time. And you got the Steelers at, at the wrong time. Um, I would have liked the Steelers to have won that game, uh, the week before his game and came in 2-2. Two and two. You know, with not feeling like our my whole job livelihood season, I'm going to get cut. The coaches, everything like, giving it, they're 100 percent extra because they know this this season's you know on the brink on life support. So, um, to me, I think that's kind of it. You know, we will in tomorrow's podcast do a final look back. Um. But we're going to move on and move forward. I feel like crap today. I'm pissed. I'm mad. And that had nothing to do with Mango White Claws. Uh, yeah. So it was a, a winnable game for the Broncos. The Ravens, that game was not winnable, Jake. The Ravens, that game was not winnable. No. Oh, if Teddy didn't get knocked out, yeah, okay. If my aunt had a wiener, she'd be my uncle. We know that, right? So the Ravens, uh, were. That, that was a game the Broncos weren't ready to win, couldn't win. The Steelers that was a winnable game. Got the Raiders next. All hands on deck. You lose three after winning three in a row. Who and what are you? Probably the latter, the loser. Um, and that's it. So thanks for being with us. What's your Twitter at? Jake? I'm at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. I'm at Tweet Danny on Twitter. Broncos Blitz Podcast. Find it. Uh, our radio show we do every single day here in 98.1 FM in Denver, Mile High Sports Studios, where we're at right now um, in DTC. Check that out. You can watch it at milehighsports.com. Uh, it's great. If you like the podcast, you'll love the radio show, and I'm being dead serious about it. It's great. 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Jake, thanks. Good job. You always make us sound good. Um, I mean, like, it's about lunchtime here in town. This thing will be out here, pumped up, uh, cranked out, ready for you guys in no time. Listen to it. Enjoy it. Rate it. Review it. Like it. Subscribe to it. Um, that's it. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.